Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Hello, how's life in the project world for you at the moment? So in today's episode of Project Management Insights, I want to talk about five mistakes that I commonly see are made when people write a business case and I guess these are five mistakes more about the premise of writing a business case rather than the actual content itself and yet as you'll see it's all intertwined. So let's get into it. One of the things I notice is that people often think and you might think that when you write a business case it's like You have to write a novel. In other words, it's got to be big and thick and juicy. And they, if you write it from that perspective, you're not capturing the best information in the most succinct way in order to get your case across. And so you lose the focus on and the on the purpose of what why you're writing your business case. And the reason that you are writing a business case is to provide a case for the business in order to make a change. So you don't need to tell a story. You don't need to provide lots and lots and lots of information. The key is about writing with clarity and to show why it's important to undertake the project in order to bring about the change that it's going to deliver for the business. So forget about your need to write a novel. The second thing that I notice people do is they include too much unnecessary information. And what do I mean by that? Well, there's lots of Again, story and all of this added waffle, waffle, that's my word for it, it's what I like to describe it as because it's lots and 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 lots of words for no benefit. They're really not providing any additional information or any additional clarity that's required for a decision to be made. And oftentimes what happens is they confuse the reader because if you can can put a, if you write and include a lot of superfluous, unnecessary information, your reader is going to switch off. Your reader is not going to understand the whole point A, point B, point C, here's a recommendation, let's go with it. Or point A, you know, here's the here's the solution, here's the problem we've got, here's the solution we're recommending, here's how long it's going to take, here's how much it's going to cost, and here's my recommendation. If all of that is covered in too much additional and unnecessary information, then you lose them. 
you've lost them. So limit the information that goes into your business case to the necessary information to prove your case for change. When you do this, what you'll find is that your business case will flow and what you will see at the end is a very solid recommendation that it's easy for your reader to say yes to or no to. And that's the ultimate aim when you write a business case. Now, the next problem I see or the next issue that arises with the writing of it is that writers get too technical. And what I mean here is there's too much focus on the writing, having the right template, using the right words, expressing things in the right way. The focus is on the writing and not about, again, the content in a way that makes your case for change solid. So they've lost focus on what it is that they are writing for. Back to point one, the purpose of the business case. So you can easily write a business case using a PowerPoint slide presentation, or it's just as effective in a one or two page document if you have the right content. This is not about the technical aspect of the writing. So forget it. If you're focusing there, you're focusing on the wrong thing. Now the fourth point and the, the, the fourth issue that I see or problem that I see with the writing of it is that the argument in the business case is not strong. I don't know how many business cases I've read where that it's because it's all full of superfluous information. I'm not clear on what the problem is or the um, opportunity that's being taken up. So I'm not clear on the problem or opportunity statement. I'm then not clear on what the change is going to deliver. There's no strong argument provided to me in the document trying to filter through all the superfluous information, too many words too much technicality around it, I lose the argument. I lose the reason why I would want to say, yes, go ahead with this. So be mindful that the whole aim and purpose of you writing this is to create a very strong argument for yes. Again, this is not about the amount of words. It's not about the story. It's not about extra information. How can you be as succinct and clear as possible and provide a really solid argument to back up the need for change and the need for the project to deliver the business change and the outcome for the business? Because that's the sole purpose for you when you set out to write a business case. If you're clear with your argument and you're very succinct in the way that you deliver the material in your business case, it will show and it will make the job of your project sponsor and your uh, project control board easy when it comes to them 
saying yes or saying no. And the whole reason for you to deliver a business case in the first place is to make it easy for those people that have the funds and that have the ability to say yes or no to say yes or no. So think of them and what's going to make their life easier or the easiest in terms of making their decision because ultimately that's what you want. Give them what they want in the best possible way to make an easy decision. Now the last point here, I mean I don't know how many business cases I've seen that feel like a sales and marketing document. They're trying to sell a piece of software And the reason they try and sell a piece of software is that a vendor's walked into the organization and the vendor wants to sell the business, the piece of software or the software application and what it does. And so what they do is help the project manager or whoever it is that's writing the business case write a sales document to make the business think that the best thing they can do is buy this piece of software. It's not a sales and marketing document. This is not about a piece of software. Again, it comes back to what's the change you want to make and how is it going to deliver a benefit to the business? As you can hear, this is my soapbox. I, it, it really, really frustrates me. And I, so much of why projects fail is because this business case is not strong from the start and these are the reasons why so if you think you need to write a sales pitch do it separately don't do it in your business case it is not the place for it if you avoid these five key mistakes and write a strong case for change that's going to stand up to make it easy for the people approving this project to say yes or no based on the case that you've presented, then that's the ultimate and the best way to set your project up for success. But if you make any of these five mistakes when you write your business case, you are actually setting yourself up for failure if you're the project manager managing this project. So go right ahead and set yourself up for failure if that's what you choose to do. And I would hope that what you want to do is set yourself up for success. And if that's the case, then check when you are writing your business case that you don't make one of these five mistakes. All right, time for me to get down off my soapbox now. (laughs) And I will catch you in the next episode of Project Management Insights. Bye for now. Share the love. If you know someone that's a project manager or wanting to be a project manager that may get benefit from listening to this podcast, then why not share it? Let someone know that Project Management Insights is there to help them and to give them insight in those little things that you don't learn as part of your project management training. Share the love. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training.